Hey there, welcome to the Rock Your Purpose podcast. I am your host, Emily Perry, and today's show is five things that could be holding back your soul business. So we have been in this pandemic for months now, and I've been getting so many messages from you guys about how to get momentum in your soul business, how to take that next step, how to find growth, how to pivot, how to you know, make these shifts that are so important for all of us right now so that you have a business and so that you're thriving instead of just trying to survive. And these five things keep coming up in my DMs and in conversations I've been having with you guys online. And so I wanted to share with you five things that could be holding back your soul business and some ideas for some next steps. So stay tuned. to the Rock Your Purpose podcast, home of the Live Awake Collective. This is a place to find inspiration and life-changing tools to awaken your authentic self and activate your purpose. I'm your host, Emily Perry, an inspirational speaker and international teacher, and I'm here to take you behind the scenes in creating your own purpose revolution. So get ready to rock your purpose, lead your community, and manifest your vision for your life. Welcome to the journey. Let's dive in. Before we hop into it, today's episode is brought to you by the Live Awake Collective. The Collective is this beautiful space where you get the tools and the training, the mindset and the energetic work to take your soul business to another level. So it's really to shift your life, but all of this can get applied to your soul business, to your relationships, to your health, to your wealth. So if you head to liveawakecollective.com, you can see that you can get a trial for a dollar for 14 days. Try it out. Our theme this month is spark your intuition. And these are practices and tools and trainings to really help you ignite your intuition and really tune into what's your inner knowing and what is patterning, what is conditioning, what are old limiting beliefs. So head to liveawakecollective.com. Some great great material over there for you and I can't wait to see you in the collective and this episode is also brought to you by soultempleretreats.com so the soul temple is this beautiful virtual space and soon to be in-person space where we get to take yogic practices and tools to align ourselves for the work that we're meant to do in the world and I'm so excited to share that space with Divine Grit, my friend Agia Tarakor. We bring to you Kundalini practices, yin yoga, journaling, um, inner work, what I call soul work, um, to really ignite your life. And um, this next fall season in fall 2020, we've got three retreats lined up for you, claiming cosmic victory, really igniting that Shakti, that divine feminine power within. We have dedication to your blessings in November 2020, which is all about gratitude practices and you know, igniting abundance from that space of gratitude. And then December 2020, right before the solstice, we have Ignite Transformation, really lighting that light within. And this series can be found at soultempleretreats.com. We would love for you to join us there. And I also wanted to mention before we get to this episode that I do have a free 
video for you all about um, the energy behind attracting your soul community in your business. And so stay tuned to the end of the show for the link for that free training just for you. Okay, let's dive in. All right, so five things that could be holding back your soul business. Number one, you're unwilling to invest in your business. And by invest in your business, I don't just mean, you know, trainings and coaching and and all those things that can really up-level your business, but I mean like software, <laughs> I mean gear. I've talked to so many people in the last few months that were unwilling to really invest in anything to take their business online. And as a result, they lost income for months and months and months. And so we have to really look at our mindset shift here and decide, am I going pro in my business? It's like, is this a business? Or is this what I heard someone say once was, is this a jobby? Like, is this a job hobby, right? Is this just for fun? Because if it's a business, we make investments in our business so that we can have income coming in, right? And so, of course, we want to get really clear, is this, you know, software? Is this gear? Is this what I actually need to produce product and have income and receive money from people? Or is it just another thing to keep me busy? You know, of course, we need to do that, differentiate. But are you making it hard for people to pay you? <laughs> like when I started out, you guys, like it was so hard to get paid online. It was like I had to hook up a PayPal button and I had to like make scrap together some weird looking PayPal button and try to embed it on a page. And then that PayPal button, I had to somehow hook it up to this weird download space called like eJunkie e or something like that. It was the only place where you can have um, PDFs or MP3s download from. And it was like 15 steps to make it happen. You guys, now we have things like Kajabi, which I will put a link for in the show notes. Um, and that will be an affiliate link for me. Um, but we have things like Kajabi where it's all built together. You have your email system, you have a website, you have a shopping cart, you have the automatic downloads, you have a funnel system, you have campaigns, you have, you know, uh, course software, you have community software, I mean, you have everything in one app. <laughs> it's like a miracle, right? And I keep still hearing from people that they're not willing to invest in things that make your life so much easier and save you so much time. So if this is you, if like you're like not willing to like pay for your email marketing system because it means $14 a month or something, um, maybe take a check in with yourself and be like, okay, I can actually create a business creating, you know, if I'm paying for email marketing, right? Okay. So that's my, my soapbox moment for that. So decide like, okay, buy the good mic, use it, you know? Because all the problems that you're going to have with a mic that doesn't work, that's going to burn through time and you're just going to buy the more expensive mic, you know? Okay, so let's be willing to invest smartly in our business, in the things that make sense. Okay, number two. This could be holding you back. You're unwilling to try something new. And what I mean by this is like a new approach, new ideas, if you're used to working live in person with people, how can you translate that online? Can you do webinars? Can you do Facebook Live? Do you need to be on YouTube? Can you create something different and something new and be willing to try it? 
and be willing to try it three, four, five times till it succeeds. This is something I see a lot. There's this resistance to change. There's this resistance to trying something new. And this resistance can be a self-limiting belief, but it can also be self-sabotage. Like, if I don't make this work, then it can still be a jobby. And I just, I see so much resistance to, to trying something new. And a lot of times there's so much behind resistance, of course. There's, there's fear of, of being seen. There's um, often self-sabotage happening. And so this is another time where we need to really make that mindset shift. Like, is this going to be, you know, my sole business or is it a jobby? <laughs> is this something I'm really willing to put my skin in the game for energetically? Am I willing to put both feet in? Or, or is it really not something that I want to be doing, right? And so sometimes, you know, we have to make shifts in our business and we, we realize, wow, I don't really like the shift that I have to make here. And then maybe you need to be doing something different, right? But this is, again, this internal process that we need to go through. Am I willing to try something new? Am I willing to take risks? Am I willing to, um, to change and shift and be flexible like a yogi, right? Um, and work with my resistance as a sign of maybe I'm onto something. <laughs> so if you're feeling this resistance, if you're feeling this unwillingness to, to change what you're doing, go deep, see what's going on there behind that veil. Okay, number three, Another thing that could be holding back your soul business is that you're not creating a content and marketing plan. So this is more on the strategy side. I see people right now just throwing content out all over the place with no plan, with no vision, with no um, pathway <laughs> to creating what they want to create. And so we have been in this new economy now here in October 2020 for a few months. This is a great time to take a pause come up with a content marketing plan and um, start to think about, okay, what am I leading people towards? And so I'm not just throwing out content like spaghetti to a wall to see what sticks. <laughs> You're creating aligned action. You're being really conscious and aware with the action that you're taking in your marketing plan so that you're guiding people towards what you have to sell. <laughs> Pretty simple. Okay, number four, you're spending time on the wrong things. So here's something I've been having. I had three conversations this week, you guys, with people about this. And when we get into overwhelm, sometimes it's really easy to get lost in the day-to-day -day of business management or to get lost in um, putting out fires or to get distracted by just kind of maintaining the status quo. And sometimes we lose the sight of the fact that what we're spending all of our time on is actually what's not bringing in the most money or money at all. And so if you find that you're spending time on things that lead to little income, but you're letting these big ticket items kind of go by the wayside, you got to take a step back and look at your priorities, right? And, and say like, okay, how can I <laughs> instead spend time on 
the things that are building my business, that are serving my community, and serving them in a way where they feel the impact of what I have to offer. So here's an example. So when we first hit this pandemic, um, here in California, it was really early. It was like end of February, March, beginning of March. A lot of us were in lockdown. And every yoga teacher I knew was doing an Instagram Live or a Facebook Live a free yoga class, which is great. It was great. It got people practicing. It gave people the actual practices that they needed at the time. Um, so beautiful. But some people continue to offer, just keep offering free classes. And they were so busy just trying to get their setup done for that one class. And then, um, you know, the breakdown of that setup and getting the gear together and then just marketing a free class. And it was just like so much time. And then they weren't putting any time towards what was actually generating income for them to pay bills and build the business they wanted to build. There's a time and a place for, um, you know, content marketing that makes sense, that's free, and that serves, and that has impact, you know. But there's also a time and a place for spending time on the things that will build, you know, more potential in our business, build that customer pathway to working with us. Um, you know, it's really hard to make... Um, having to have $10,000, $20,000 months if you're spending all your time um, teaching these one-off $11, $18 classes, for example, if you're a yoga teacher and maybe you get five people here, maybe you get 60 people here, but it's really hard to really generate that income in a long term without being in this content um, marketing hamster wheel of trying to promote these little classes. Does that make sense? So starting to think about Spending time on the things that, that move the needle in your business, in the financial sector, but also in the impact sector and the impact that that has on your, your soul clients. So the fifth thing that could be holding back your soul business is using perfectionism as an excuse. And often this is really a mindset issue. This is us hitting some sort of inner barrier to expansion and growth in our inner life, right? So taking imperfect action is the priority, right? Because that's what's gonna move the needle in your business. That's what's gonna create more impact. That's what's gonna shift the lives of the people that touch into your ecosystem. Like everybody that lands in your ecosystem of your business, their lives change when you take imperfect action. Because no one's looking for perfectionism. People are looking for the change. People are looking for the shift that you offer. People are looking for connection. Um, and so we often use perfectionism as an excuse to not take action, to stay stuck, to stay in the status quo, to stay in our comfort zone, to stay small. And this is, again, often this these inner barriers to expansion and growth are what we're bumping up against if that is our excuse. And so if you find yourself in the perfectionism talk, it's time to look underneath that too, right? And say, hey, okay, why am I so resistant to putting anything out there that's quote unquote not perfect, right? What, what's really behind that? 
because at the end of the day, like we could spend so much time editing and we can spend so much time perfecting and we can spend all this time making things look a certain way when we could instead just be, you know, what Seth Godin calls what, like just shipping it, right? So just publishing, getting it out there. Um, people don't want something overly curated anymore. People don't want things that are overly produced anymore. People feel like it's inauthentic. So actually having that little bit of rawness or having that imperfection in there makes it feel more authentic, makes it feel connectable to people who are participating in that, that content, whatever it is. And it becomes relatable, it becomes real, it lands in their, in their energetic bodies, they can feel into it, and they can really start to relate to what you're saying. So I hope these five things were helpful for you. <laughs> and um, I really want to offer you a free video training all about magnetizing like your soul community through your energy right and so much more and so if you head to the show notes here or emilyperry.com slash soulbiz b-i-z you'll see a page there where you can you know, opt in for that free video training and i'm really excited because we are working on something called the rock your purpose Masterclass, which is a, a soul business momentum training and i'm really excited to um, be releasing that really soon so look for that it's a six-week experience to help you go from idea to launch plan um, in six weeks so this will be for those of you who have a soul business that are really looking to take it to another level, to have a $10,000 a month, to come up with a content marketing strategy and plan that makes sense for you and your audience and your business and so much more. And so that's coming really soon and I can't wait to share that with you. All right, you guys. So don't forget, you can head to soultempleretreats.com to learn about those amazing virtual retreats we have coming up. We have our free masterclass training for you for magnetizing your soul community. So look for that in the show notes as well, emilyperry.com slash soulbiz. And so much more. The Live Awake community is there for you, the Live Awake Collective. And I can't wait to hear from you. Go ahead, take a screenshot of you listening to this um, episode and tag me on Instagram at emilyperry.co at rockyourpurpose and tell us like which of these five really spoke to you usually there's one or two that people are like okay that's me <laughs> that's totally what I'm doing so tag me tell me which one called to you which one spoke your name and I really I really want to hear um, what's happening with you okay so until next time, be well, take care, and let's talk soon.